listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Golden Rain comes to the turn though in the healthy diatribe. Victoria Cup, a metre and a half in front. 2.20 metres out, third quarter, 29.8. Master Musician running a bold race on the outside. He's joining Golden Rain. Four metres away, Blossom Lady, followed by Jogan towards the 150. Whips are cracking. Golden Rain a neck in front. Master Musician wearing him down on the outside. Golden Rain just in front. Master Musician is trying very hard. Golden Rain finding something and he's got there. Golden Rain, what a champion, has won by a metre to maybe Master Musician from Sinbad Bay. What a race. Gee, Justin Sinbad Bay Martin. flew late when he got clear there, but he was a war horse, Chris Barsby, wasn't he? Uh, the winner there. Was that Noel Alexander, Golden Rain? Certainly was. Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Noel Alexander, Jane Davies. I don't know if you did that deliberately, but Why? he was my... F well, he was my favourite horse no, of I all time, that. Golden Rain. I love that horse. He was an absolute star. Well, there's certain so. horses... I know Jared's the same with his favourites as well. Horses that just capture your imagination. You might back them regularly or whatever, or just a special moment, you know, where you, you just remember mm. them and... Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, I loved old Wondai's mate as well in Queensland for the Rankies. He was a great horse, wasn't he? Yeah, too right. Too right. So we've got a great weekend, Steve. It starts later this afternoon. I mentioned this earlier in the week, but this program tonight from Addington is sensational. Uh, one of the features there, there's several features, but the highlight for mine is race eight. This is the three-year-old flying stake. So all of these horses competing are bound for the derby coming up. So you've got Don't Stop Dreaming, Merlin. They're going head-to-head. -head. Sooner the better's down there. Wagstar's there. Coney Island lose low flying. That's a great race. Alda Meteor's there. The following race, we spoke about this last weekend, Steve. Bolt for Brilliance and Muscle Mountain go head-to-head tonight. So fresh off that first up performance last week in Auckland, Bolt for Brilliance is now down in the South Island. He goes around. You've got the Cup uh, performers stepping out. Akuta, Self-Assured, Krug, BDJ. They're going around in the free-for-all there. It's a great program. So that dovetails into the big meeting coming through from the West tonight. And as you mentioned, we've got a star-studded lineup tomorrow night. Melton taking centre stage. Albion Park, there's a great free-for-all to race five. And Swayze, the Blacks are fake winner, he returns to action tomorrow night in Sydney at Manan as he gets ready for the upcoming New Zealand Cup. So there's a lot to look forward to. And jared has got all the betting information. Jared, good morning. Morning to you both. Yeah, we've just put those markets up at Addington today and there will be plenty of eyeballs on, uh, on that Canterbury Park Cup race nine. And I see at the moment uh, Muscle Mountain open 215, Bolt for Brilliance 260. So not much between those two. And Chris's favourites, four to one on, Jared, race six. Uh, Chris's favourite is... Akuda, one of his favourites. Oh, Akuda, yeah, $1.25, yep. So that'll have an impact, no doubt, on the New Zealand Cup market. And that could change considerably, like I said, with Swayze back in action tomorrow night, this race tonight. So there's a lot to look forward to. The Victoria Cup, we'll talk about it with the market in just a moment. But just a quick snapshot from you, Jared. It, it, it's a special race. You've only got to look at the role of honour, and I'm sure you've uh, been uh, privy to uh, some of the, uh, the great champions of the past. Yeah, it was interesting just listening to that little snippet that Steve played. I know Golden Ray rang one, but I do remember that Sinbad Bay probably should have walked in. But what a great field it was. Master Musician was, was beaten. Choking was in there. But down through the years, it's been a great field. And I guess in years to come, we'll be talking about this one. It's interesting, uh, you know, Leap to Fame, 
We've all been told he's the best horse in the world, best pacer in the world, but uh, punters have taken a little bit of a set against him. There's been money for Better Eclipse and also Rock and Roll Do, which we'll, you know, we'll get to that race in a minute. But he's been 185 out to 210, leap to fame. OK, I want to dive deeper into that market in just a moment. Let's start with tonight. And this is an all-important race in Perth because the James Brennan Memorial Race 5, this is a golden ticket race. So the winner of this race uh, can certainly elevate themselves as far as the Inter-Dominion is concerned. And as we know, Team Bond have got a lot of horses nominated for the Inter-Dominion and they've got almost half the field lining up here tonight. Still, the show is the favourite, 260. Jumping Jack Mack, 350. And then we're looking at uh, longer odds. We're going out to $5 for Tenzing Bromac, and then it's about $11 best of the rest. So is there any sort of lead here, Jared? Too right there is. Jumping Jack Mack, the one has been 270 out to 350. Initially steal the show, 320, got into 250, just getting back out to 260. But the big move, Chris, has been number four, Tenzing Bromac. Open $16, $5. It's been $5 for 24 hours now. I've found normally these long price ones they latch onto at Gloucester Park. Gee, they're hard to beat. Um, I think you, I know you're taking under what went up, but might be pretty, pretty, uh, or definitely the one to beat there, number four, Tenzing Bromac. Well, you steered us in at the winner of the Oaks last week. You came on, you said $8. August Moon is, yeah. Yeah, $8 Got the job it was done. into two twenty. I, I think it actually started shorter than that, but yeah, they're, they're amazing. Yeah, they don't miss often, do they? No, they don't. So, so it's a good push there. Tenzing Bromac. That's race five, number four tonight at Gloucester Park. Tomorrow night, free-for-all at Albion Park. Really good race. The track record holder's back in action. Uh, but he's not the favourite. It's Future Assured, one of the up-and-coming stars here in the state. 250, just over Black Sedan's 260. Turn it up. He's at $6 and Deus Ex just in front of him at $5. So they're the major four, but Future Assured the favourite. Yeah, it is a good race, and, and we've had a bit of movement here. Future Assured did open at 250, remains that way. Jewish X number six has been 750 into five. Uh, Mr. McLaren's a drifter, 10 out to 14 now. Black's a dance was 270, got into 260, remains at $2.60, and turn it up has been 460 out to $6. So I suppose in summary, you know, those top four that head the market, clearly the early mover is number six, Jewish X. OK, good push there. Nathan Dawson booked a drive there. The free-for-all down in Sydney. He's very short Swayze. He's at $1.30. Uh, next best is his stable, mate. About time, $6. Our money rocks at 9 Is there any sort of push for Swayze? Yeah, mul mostly multi-action here. He opened at 133. He's into 130. They don't really want to be on anything to beat him. About time, uh, the stable mates at $6. Our money rocks at 9 And then out to uh, Pete said so at uh, $12. OK, now let's focus on Melton and let's go straight to the Victoria Cup, the Grand Circuit race. I'll go down the board here. Better Eclipse 650, Honolulu Bay, first up since the Miracle Mile, $15. Bulletproof Boy, the Emergency, he's at 101 Rock and Roll Do, 440 Leap to Fame, 210 Catch a Wave, 19 Amore Vita at 81 Mac Dan, 21 Hi, my name is Jeff, 15 Captain Ravishing, 16 Act Now, 71 In Cypher, the Eureka winner, $21, Spirit of St. Louis, he's at $81. So 210, leap to fame. Why the drift? Well, I think we'll get an update from Andrew uh, Spagnolo very shortly on that drift, but he was 210 when we started this segment. He's out to 210 now. Terrific race, uh, as you would expect. And I guess the question mark is still out with a lot of these punters who, well, I don't know whether they've been burnt, but they have 
um, suffered at the hands of uh, a couple of losses by Leap to Fame in those big races. Not entirely his own fault all of the time. And that's seen plenty of interest in some of these others, Chris. Better Eclipse, the one, has been nine into 6.50. Honolulu Bay, it's a $15 pop, which is where it started. But at various stages, there's been interest in it. Rock and roll do, rock and roll do, very solid in the market at four dollars forty. You get a bit short of it getting out now. Mac Dan of the Ruffies uh, has been thirty four into twenty one. Hi, my name is Jeff. Is a drifter twelve out to fifteen. Captain Ravishing <clears throat> getting out now nine out to sixteen. But it, summing it up, leap to fame. It looks like you might be able to do better tomorrow, but just a terrific betting race. I want to ask you this question, Jared. Just from a viewpoint for ID23, that series is, what, seven weeks away today. Yeah. What are the ramifications for ID23 following this race tomorrow night? If Leap to Fame wins, if Leap to Fame gets beaten, what are the ramifications? If he was to be beaten and fair and square, the 225, will, he's just got to go out. A lot depends on, firstly, what wins that race. If it was to be Rock and Roll Do, who's a $7 pop for the for the Inter Dom, uh, a little short. And hi, my name is Jeff. It's the same. But obviously at Menangle, with Swayze going around there, it depends on how he goes. Mm. Captain Ravishing still there with a question mark. Catch a wave, a question mark. There's so many question marks. Um, yeah, whoever wins shortens, if it's lead to fame, I don't know whether he can shorten much more than the current 225. If he was to be beaten... I think he'll get right out. OK. A uh, number of other Group 1 features tomorrow night. We'll go to race four, the Trotters Oaks, and rocking with attitude. She's been a star all throughout her career. She's chasing another feature. She's already won the New South Wales and Queensland Oaks, so she's chasing the three-peat. $2 right now. The scratching, of course, is high energy. Uh, we've got She's Bella at $3.20. She's Ruby Roo, $6.50. Trady Lady at $6.50. They're the major players rocking with attitude favourite. Well, it's the push. Two thirty into two dollars. Uh, the other one, she's Bella, was two dollars eighty. Opening market getting out to three twenty. She's Ruby Roo, six fifty. But it's the push there, rocking uh, at rocking with attitude. Okay, race number five. This is the Bill Collins Sprint. And the favourite here, Queen Elida. She's at one dollar ninety five. Uh, Olivici at three seventy. Six dollars Mufasa Metro. And we're looking at nine dollars RC Phoenix. This is a good race. It is a good race, and, and I think it would be fair to say punters are treating this one with a little bit of caution. She did open at $2, Queen Aluda. She's now into one ninety five. Good money for Olivici. Uh, $4.80 into $3.70 from that good draw. Mafasa Metro was good last start. It's at $6, but it uh, looks like our team are pretty keen to take her on, Queen Aluda, um, $1.95. OK. Uh, the Derby, this comes through as race number six on the program. The current favourite is Petrarca at 2.40, just in front of the real Sherlock at 2.60. Others in the mix here, we've got 7.50 Captain Hammerhead, uh, $8 about the Lost Storm, and then we're going out to longer odds, so Petrarca at 2.40. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what will happen here. He's already been a drifter. I think there's a thought process out there that most of his wins have uh, come from when he's found the front. 210, touch 250 last night. Uh, he's now $2.40. The real Sherlock has been 260 all of the way through. Uh, Captain Hammerhead was 750 into 650 in the first 24 hours. Chris back out to 750, but these percentages are starting to tighten up. The Lost Storm, 10 into 8, and even a bit of interest for number 11, Perfect Class, one of the Emma Stewart runners, uh, 14 into 13, but. Uh, 
But it, it's a race that's got a lot of depth and it looks like punters are having trouble sorting it out. Very little separates those two faves. OK, the Victoria Oaks is another Group 1 feature tomorrow night. The favourite is Major Delight, despite a second-row draw, 2.30. Sahara Breeze at $3.00, Joyful four sixty eight dollars $8.00 Sweet Bella. Well, I was watching um, on the pace, I think it was Tuesday, perhaps, with Brittany Graham and various dignitaries, and they were all surprised, firstly, at the $2.30 that was there for Major Delight and saying that it wouldn't last. Well... It has lasted, uh, and they've backed a few to beat her. Sahara Braze, the pole marker, three fifty into three. First dances around about that ten dollar mark. Sweet Bella's a drifter, five out to eight. Uh, the one they do want to be with here is Joyful Chris. Open seven dollars now into four dollars sixty. So that's a pretty big move in a high quality race. Yeah, that's a good push there, Joyful. That's race eight, number eight at Melton tomorrow night. So a couple of good moves across the weekend, Jared. If you're putting a multi together, what are you going to steer us into? Well, we're going to kick off with Tenzing Bromac tonight at Gloucester Park. That's going to put big value into it. So it's race five, number four, currently at $5. We're going to go to one of the races at Melton tomorrow night that we didn't mention. It's race two, uh, the Make Mine Cullen. And ladies in red was two twenty into two overnight, now into a dollar sixty five. So two twenty into one sixty five for ladies in red. Race four, number three, rockin' with attitude, uh, which is currently at two dollars and We'll finish off with the shorty at Menangle. Race six, number six, Swayze, currently at $1.30. OK, so just repeating those uh, horses and numbers tonight. It's race five, number four, Tenzing Bramak. That's Gloucester Park tonight. And then we've got three tomorrow night. Uh, race two, number ten, Ladies in Red. She's first up. Race four, number three, Rockin' with Attitude. That's in the Victoria Trotters Oaks. And in Sydney tomorrow night at Menangle, 6-6, Swayze. So that's our multi for the weekend. It's going to be a, uh, a very important weekend just with some of these futures markets, including ID23 and the New Zealand Cup. It's going to be a busy weekend. It certainly is. Now, uh, I see we've only got seven at Albion Park today. Uh, you reneged on us last week. There's got to be one for us tonight to get a bank. Well, <laughs> Little Fish are sweet. So we'll go with race four, number five, Kulan Kid. So he was very good last week, running second behind... I'm Boo, who he meets again tonight, but the draw certainly swings in favour of Kulan Kid. I'm Boo's drawn the inside of the second row. Unbelievable time. I like the way he found the line, so I think he can make amends, but I don't think he's going to be any any fancy odds. Oh, it's $1.70. That's fancy enough for me. I'm in. I don't. OK, that's your, to, your go tonight. Race four, number five, Kulan Kid. Hey, Jared, we'll talk again next week. Thanks, Chris. There's Jared Daffy. You can check out all those prices by going to the website tab.com.au and you can find them all under the harness racing folder. Ryan Spice is fresh back from a holiday, geared up for a big night, no doubt, tomorrow night, right along the East Coast, Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne. He joins us now. Ryan, appreciate the time. Morning, Chris. How are you, mate? I'm really well. Where Where is your main focus going to be tomorrow night? Uh, mate, we'll be betting in all three states and uh, hopefully having a good time. Okay. Do you have a, a thought on the Victoria Cup? Um, yeah, I do. I'm certainly in Leap to Fame's corner. I think the start of the race, the first 200 metres, that drive into the first turn, I think it's really going to tell the tale. I think this is the opportunity for Grant Dixon to push him as hard as he can out of the gate. And if he can get it over in front of Rock and Roll Deal at the start, I think the race then is on his terms. Okay, can I ask this question of you? If Rock and Roll Do does lead, is there any chance that Leap to Fame can sit outside him and beat him? Uh, 
Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the one thing about rock and roll do for me is that I've you know, gone right back through his history. It's, it's 14 starts ago that he was asked to be used off the arm. So it's really not in his natural pattern one iota. And the other time that they've used him early was over the mile at Melton and he galloped. So I think there's uh, a big prize up for grabs here and um, we might see Leap to Fame hustle as hard as he can and, and see what he can do. Yeah, he's an interesting horse rock and roll dude just for the fact that we don't normally see him come up with good draws and then get used. So he's a key horse and given that he's, you know, had a few issues in the past, it'll be interesting to see how hard they push. Yeah, they have to put all their chips in pushing forward and, and staying in front of Lip to Fame, absolutely, because you would think the front is there regardless of whether catch a front, catch a wave can cross them or not. So, yep. Interesting first 200, really good race, really strong race, lots of depth. Um, looking forward to it. Okay, the other question with Leap to Fame here, why the drift? Oh, just the depth of the field, I think, Chris. Uh, you know, he's sort of being a dollar eighty, a dollar ninety-ish out to two twenty. I think he will keep drifting. I can see him getting out to two forty, two fifty, and then it's then it's time to play. Okay, so I'm keen to chat with Andrew Spagnolo very shortly just to find out a little bit more about this race as far as the market is concerned. Do you have any thoughts on the Oaks or Derby tomorrow night down there? Yeah, I love both races. Um, let's start with the the Oaks. Uh, Major Delight is a worthy favourite. She's won 12 of her 13 starts. Um, I don't think the draw hurts her too much. She can just punch through and then make a move around them and probably have a look for the top. Um, Sahara Breeze, First Dance and Sweet Bella, they're all going to hustle hard and try and take a forward position. Uh, one that's been disrespected in the market is uh, one of your and Darren's favourites, Jewel Melody. They've gone up a big price here, $26 plus each way. I think last week was just a dawdle and a dash and that did not suit her one iota. Um, she was a bit of a gap between runs out to a, if they, a strong run 2700. I can see her running top three uh, quite easily. Okay, so I'll push there for Jewel Melody. Uh, where do we find your best bet tomorrow night? Uh, Chris, two each way bets for me. We're uh, going to go close to home. Race one, Albion Park. I think Ultra Revelry is in that race up to his ears. That's race one, number nine. Pete McMullen gets back in the spiders to take the drive. It's a band five 20k race that's littered with uh, band four prospects. Yes, I think... Um, they might go hard early here. Ultra Reverie can stalk from two to the back row and uh, finish and be in the money. OK, so that's race one, number nine, Alta Reverie. Uh, pace looks uh, guaranteed in that race. Looking at that front row, where's the other good bet for you? Yeah, the other each way bet that I'm really looking forward to having is in Sydney in the first semi-final of the two-year-old Colts. So that's race number three. And another Queensland horse, Ironclad. Josh Gallagher takes the drive here for Grant Dixon. He's been quite progressive, this little fella. Uh, I really like what he did last start at Albion Park, leading all the way in 55. He built on his sectionals. I think he went from memory 28.5, 27.7 home. And Buddy's going to dominate that market, so I think we're going to get a nice, juicy, each-way price there for Ironclad. OK, so that's race three, number two, going with the Queenslander there, Ironclad. So race one, number nine, Albion Park, Elder Revelry. Race three, number two, Ironclad at Sydney. They're the two players for you this weekend. Sounds great.
Awesome. Hey, great to have you back. There's Ryan Spice. He's keen on uh, this big night coming through tomorrow night, but he's given his uh, two best there. Race one, number nine in Brisbane. Race three, number two in Sydney. Andrew Spagnolo joins us from TAB just to uh, pull apart these markets, in particular with the features coming through from Melton tomorrow night. Andrew, good morning. Morning, Chris. It's uh, good to be back on. I was starting to feel like a one-hit wonder. <laughs> I've got a lot of questions for you. Uh, let's get straight into it with the Victoria Cup. So just from a futures market uh, point of view here, Leap to Fame, given there was that little bit of uncertainty whether he would go, wouldn't go, is it not as big a, a, a risk for Tab with, with him winning tomorrow night? Well, as it, as it turned out, Chris, I believe a lot of punters just assumed he wouldn't go. So as luck would have it, if, if he is to win, he actually will be a good result for us in the Futures book. It's rock and roll do, um, on the other hand, the one that they really came for, particularly during that time of, un of uncertainty, um, and particularly when rock and roll do uh, stood up and won a few decent races, he was the one that they came for. So... Interesting, as, as luck would have it, come jump time on the final field market, I think Leap to Fame will be our worst way. However, if we can get both of them beat, or one of them beat, uh, at the very least, it'll be a, hopefully a half-decent result. But, yeah, it's, it's rather... It's, it's a new trend, put it that way, because as, as we've covered off um, previously, Leap to Fame has been a, a, a red, a big red mark in both futures and final field books. Yeah, well, you won't know yourself uh, with, with him winning tomorrow night and not being such a, uh, a big uh, issue there for the books. Now, since the final field's been put together, is it the opposite? Is it all about leap to fame now that he's there? We know he's arrived in Melbourne, so is he a, a, a bit of a risk in that regard where rock and roll do probably isn't much of a risk? Yeah, fair question. Initially, we did lay leap to fame, and I, I think it's perhaps um, punters just thinking, well, he's there now, it's time to step in. After that, and that was literally in the first minute or two, after that, we haven't been able to write his name. So all the Larry lovers perhaps are waiting until um, the market percentages get down and all close enough to jump time before they, they get involved. Rock and Roll do, on the other hand, particularly this morning, he's, he's actually firmed into $4 since the radio show started, um, coincidentally. And on... on oh, of the others, Mac Dan's probably been the notable firmer. He, he, he got out to 40. He's now into 20s. Uh, Better Eclipse is another one who's had admirers, um, particularly probably courtesy of the draw. So at this stage, it's actually as interesting a, a barrier draw. Uh, sorry, as interesting a betting betting race as the barrier draw um, suggests. So all things all things being equal, we could be in for a fantastic rendition of this year's race. I spoke with Dan Malecki on Wednesday. He was leaning towards rock and roll do. Ryan just touched on it then, saying there's a possibility Leap to Fame could get out to 250. Is that likely? Come jump time, I'll be able to answer that, as, as anyone <laughs> could. I, I really don't know. See, Victorians do love their own product and, and they do support them through their pockets. So with, with that theory, there is a chance Leap to Fame could, could drift and start even longer. On the flip side, uh, Leap to Fame has been very well backed, um, generally earlier in betting and late. So if, if there is, if if punters want to assume he will land in front of Rock and Roll Do, I think the money will come. If the feel around the track is that Rock and Roll Do will hold him early or, and or settle in front of him, I think we'll see the drift. So to answer your question, I, I honestly don't know. 
probably, probably not the best answer to give you, but I do think that's what makes this race so brilliant. Okay, I asked Jared the question earlier. I'll ask you the same question. There's going to be some big changes, win, lose or draw uh, tomorrow night from the Victoria Cup. But not only uh, from the Victoria Cup, Swayze's back in action tomorrow night. We've got a star-studded meeting tonight at Addington. So I think you guys are going to be busy uh, certainly early next week with those futures markets for the New Zealand Cup and more so ID23. Yes, definitely. There'll be a lot happening as soon as they cross the line um, in the Victoria Cup to fix those or, or make the necessary adjustments for the Inter-Dominion and, and even New Zealand Cup. I'd, I'd like to think that both both of them won't lose admirers, but perhaps this, um, the, the fact that we thought he was the next big thing, leap to fame Saturday night, he may convince us and or leave the door open for, for someone else. So it'll, it will, we really won't know until after the race. But again, I reckon that's what makes this, this, this year's edition particularly brilliant. OK, two other races I wanted to ask you about. The Oaks and the Derby. Uh, we'll go to race six, which is the Derby. I've been clever here. Uh, the real Sherlock. Can he solve the Derby mystery? And the Lost Storm, who went under last week as a very short price favourite, is he... Is he a storm that's now lost? Who wins this yeah. derby? Another a, another race with a barrier draw made it even more interesting. Uh, I'd like to think if the, the race actually could be uh, could be won in the first 400 metres, and and what I mean by that is if Greg Sugar's on uh, the rule, Sherlock can settle ahead of Petrarca, which given the map he's likely to do. Um, which is no guarantee, though. But if he is able to, I think he'll go a long way to winning the race. If he if he's unable to do that, it's race on. Petrarca naturally peaked down the front. He, he'd be very hard to beat. Uh, that, that, in my opinion, probably 60-40, 60 being the rule Sherlock getting in the front first. The Lost Storm, um, ironic given the name, but he really, at this stage, in my mind, nobody knows where he's at on what we're seeing on the racetrack. He was first up off a little break, and for that reason, we should probably give him, particularly if he does turn out to be the champion everyone thinks he is, we really should give him another chance, and he perhaps is a forgotten horse. Interesting enough, the money did come for him um, sort of middle of the week, so he has been a, a bit of a firmer as well. So if the money is right, he, he may actually turn it, turn it back around, but once again, we won't know until the night. OK, that's an intriguing race, the Derby. And as far as the Oaks is concerned... Major delight. I think um, most would say that she's the number one uh, ranked filly. Why the drift, though? Like, she just continues to get out uh, as we get closer to this race. So what are they doing here, punters, that is, um, you know, making them look elsewhere away from the favourite? Yeah, I, I don't know. I really don't. And I actually thought I went up a little bit long and we may have laid her. Um, it's been the opposite. Sahara Breeze and Joyful uh, are the ones that the punters came for and literally every day and as we get closer every hour, we'll, uh, particularly come tomorrow night, we'll probably see Major Delight drift in, until um, punters suggest enough's enough um, time to get involved. For me personally, I think she's got the, the speed but also the strength to win a race like this and I do believe those up front may not have the, the legs to hold a late, particularly if there is a quick third quarter and, and if she's cherry ripe. So, for me personally, I can't explain it. I don't understand it. And I do think, come jump time, she, she may actually firm up because punters may, if she's to go on and win it, come to their senses and, and believe she's just simply too good for them. 
That said, she, she'll need to overcome a tricky map and, and be far too good if she's to win it. Mm. It's a fantastic night of racing coming through tomorrow night. Right down the East Coast, like I said, Albion Park. That meeting there tomorrow night, very good. The free-for-all is very exciting. Uh, Swayze back in action at Menangle. And that uh, card is just littered with stars there at Melton tomorrow night. You're going to be busy. I look forward to the chat next week. Sounds good. And I look forward to it as well. If I could put you on the spot, Chris, future ashore black sedans, where you where you headed there and... Other punters going to see one of those two one of those two horses feature in the mobile rolling offer. Well, quite possibly. Uh, I, I I'm leaning towards Future Assured just primarily because he's got that barrier draw edge. But the recent trial of Black Dance was uh, was just phenomenal. Really, one by over fifty metres, a tick over one fifty. His time. Um, Pete McMullen says he's come back really well. We spoke with him yesterday on mobile rolling. So he gave a really good push. But Jerry just outlined there's been really good money for Deus Ex. It's an intriguing race, and I'm sure they're going to absolutely fly in that race tomorrow night. Yep, couldn't agree more. Look forward to debriefing it next week. Excellent. We'll talk next week. There's Andrew Spagnolo from the tab joining us. And like I said, if you want to check out those prices, whether it be for tonight, tomorrow night, or those futures market, tab.com.au, and you'll be able to find all of those prices. Darren Clayton, he's got the last word. Darren, good morning. Morning, Chris. Okay, the Victoria Cup. You're sticking with the leap to fame. Can you explain why he's drifting? Yeah, perhaps just going um, down the path of, of what Ryan said, the fact that it's just, it is a quality race and, um, you know, there are so many sort of scenarios that could possibly come into play. So um, just looking at it there now, Chris, I see Honolulu Bay is scratched. So um, that will bring Bulletproof Boy into it. So you've got a different map change again. Um, so that's going to throw him right in the mix and, and really change that map up. So, um, yeah, uh, I can't see Leap to Fame getting beat, really. If he can reproduce that effort in the Eureka, regardless uh, of him having to sit parked again in this Victoria Cup, if he sits parked, I think he can win that race again. So we go from the 2400 at Menangle, where they had that long straight where in Cypher just sat and sat and sat and then had that straight run to, to get him down. Um, we're back to Melton, a 1,000 metre track, 2,240 metres. If he's up eyeballing whoever the leader is, uh, I think he'll be too strong. OK. Let's focus on this free-for-all tomorrow night at Albion Park. Uh, future assured favourite, just 250 over Black Sedan's 260. The money runner is Deus X now $5. Turn it up at $6. What are your thoughts on this free-for-all? Yeah, I'm a bit surprised that Deus X, the money's come from him from gate six. I know he does have a fitness edge in terms of two recent victories. You know, rock-hard fit now, four runs back from a spell. Future Assured's first up from a break, but from gate six over the mile, um, we know Future Assured can probably run... 151 easily enough we've seen him go 50 and 4 so if he can run 51 in front well not sure how deus x gets into the race so that's an interesting one blacks a dance you mentioned his trials been super the first one opposition not entirely strong but still dealt with him and then the second one a really good blowout uh, both those trials where he, he really uh, ran the third quarter really hard Pete mcmullen really lit him up down the back straight so um just where he maps here is a bit of a query. 
whether he pushes through early and looks to just get up outside Future Assured and try to uh, sort of strong arm him there. If that's the case, if Black Sedance goes around and looks to put the pressure on Future Assured and they go hard up front, well, I could certainly entertain Turn It Up zipping home over the top of them. First up from a spell last start, buried in the run, um, didn't get out till it was too late. We know how good a, um, a quarter he has in him, whether it be at the start, at the finish. He's just change-up speed is electric. So if he follows through and is close enough and they've gone really hard through that third quarter, uh, I, I could certainly entertain turn it up, zipping home over the top of both of them. OK, but you're tipping future assured? Yeah, purely off the map, the fact that he's gate four, he should be in front easily enough, you would expect from there. And um, both his his uh, his two victories leading into this late August, early September, um, where he sort of stepped up to open company. To be fair, that wasn't... Um, that was sort of divided open company, as is this one, but didn't have the, the extra depth that this one has in terms of Black Sedan's turn it up, um, sort of deus ex, so... Uh, it is a little bit tougher, but map-wise, he gets his opportunity. OK, what about the free-for-all standing start conditions? Are you Team Gus or Team Adele? I'm Team Adele, Chris. Um, I just... I think there's too many queries on Gus at the moment. He's still inexperienced, extremely talented, um, no doubt about that. But, um, you know, we see his last race, he got banished to the trials... Uh, two trials he had to complete. He did them back-to-back -back day after day, one at Redcliffe, one at Albion Park. The Albion Park one was certainly very good, but um, he comes up here, capacity field, one of two runners off 10 metres. He has a wall of horses. There's a full front line in front of him off that 10 metres, and um, what I've seen in his standing starts yet, he's still just a bit scratchy away. He's still learning his craft. Um, Adele? Again, she's one that's probably not better suited at the stand, but we saw her under mobile conditions make an error last week. But I think from the 30, she gets a little bit more time, and we're out over the long trip, the 2647. She's got that extra little bit, time to balance up, Can uh, got more time probably to plot her course in the early stages, Nathan Dawson will, so um, he can get through there. And I think uh, Adele... Should be too strong there, and I'm actually marking her my best bet of the night, Chris. Um, despite the 30 metres, despite the outside back, I think she finds every opportunity to bounce back into winning form. OK, so Keen there, a good push. Race four, number 12, Adele. What else do you like tomorrow night? Um, yeah, there's a couple there. Geez, it's a, uh, that race one. Um, interesting hearing Ryan um, come up with Elder Revelry there. Certainly entertain at that front line. That's an absolutely cracking race. I don't know which way to look in that race, so I'm staying well clear of that one. Um, I thought in race two, away we go, um, gets his chance to bounce back to winning form. Two runs back from a spell. He was really brave last time out, sat parked. Uh, he actually hit the front with about 100 to go, but just got worn down by the swoopers, Obi Legal and Argyle getting him late. He was only beaten 1.3 metres officially. Uh, I think that race tomorrow night doesn't really have the amount of depth there, and away we go. He can win his qualifier race two, horse six. OK. Are you concerned with the 2100, though? No, he's actually got a couple of wins over the 2100, and he's, he's done well. He resumed over the 2100 
Chris uh, and drew the second line in that race. Um, he was didn't start favourite, but he was supported. Um, but I think he'd take plenty of benefit out of that run, and I think if he gets the right trip, he's certainly up to the task, that's for sure. You look at some of his 2,100-metre performances while... The numbers might not be there. You look at the races he's actually competed in over 2100, the four-year-old championship, the Hayden, the, Rise, the Rising Sun Constellation, the Queensland Sun, four races there, chock full of quality over 2100. I think there might be a little bit of an outlier in the, uh, in the figures there. Okay. Uh, just on that first race, um, just a, a side note, and it's concerning... The scratching of seven red right hand, the reason he's scratched, there's no junior driver available. So all junior drivers are competing in that race tomorrow night and I think there's another junior driver that's unavailable uh, to drive tomorrow night due to a prior commitment, but that, that is the reason he is scratched tomorrow night. We're, we're short on junior drivers. OK, well, that's interesting. I did see him come out. Well, one, two, three, four... So there's five concession drivers... Um, competing already, so yeah, that's that's an interesting one that uh, he couldn't couldn't get into that field as a result. I know um, Jonah Hutchinson and Paige Bevan would both be available, but um, they're competing or Jonah's competing at um, an angle tomorrow night with She's Notorious, so um, that sort of takes another two out of that, which mm. would have been possibilities. But yeah, certainly concerning um, that. We couldn't have a field there um, enough to fill that field and, and it has to be scratched. So yeah. disappointment there for, for Trent Leatherby in connections of red right hand because he's going super, that horse, too. Yeah, no doubt about it. So uh, it's something that needs to be addressed. Uh, just in, in closing, uh, Dashboard, is that up and available now via the RQ website? Yeah, certainly is. That's up and about. Mentioned there, best bet, Adele. Um, driver to follow... Um, I think we're back to Nathan Dawson. He's got a couple of really good drives there. I think Stormtide looks hard to beat. He's got Adele, of course. He's got Frankie Ferocious, who'll be hard to beat as well. So uh, he might be the one. It was a toss-up between him and Pete McMullen. Uh, I went with went with Nathan uh, off the back of his drive on Adele. Okay, so Adele is your best bet. That's race four, number twelve. Just on Frankie Ferocious. Does he just light him up at the start here? I think that's the best way to uh, take that race by the scruff of the neck. And if he were to do that, he can just run them off their legs. I think if um, tries to get too pretty with things or, or just try to um, sort of sit back, I, I think it could come against them. So light the fuse, get him across. And uh, I think Frankie, he'll certainly be ferocious out in front. That's for sure. We saw him when he did that. Uh, win two starts back, 51 flat, three-year-old class record. So he can do it. You may as well utilise it. OK. Well, that's Albion Park tomorrow night. Big 10 race program. Action starts at 5.39. Your team, Larry, for the Victoria Cup. How much of a, a change do you think we'll see, win, lose or draw, for the ID23 market? Yeah, I, interesting. I think Jared hit the nail on the head. It all, it all depends on... What, how he performs in terms of he's defeated uh, and what defeats him and then also Swayze at Menangle we'll see how he comes back um, he's been from a, been for a spell um, he's had that, that sort of five, six wins in, in succession through the winter he's had the spell let's see how he comes back I think um, I think we might see him firm up because I, I think he wins that race tomorrow night Team Larry all the way 
Okay, I'm sure racing Queensland officials will be hoping that he gets the victory there in Melbourne tomorrow night. Hey, Darren, appreciate the time. Enjoy the weekend. We'll touch base next week. Sounds good, Chris. Thank you.